welcome to episode 156 of Wing Sauce. It is just Connor and myself today. Dustin is, uh, it, is he on a golf trip? I actually don't know. I thought he, he's been on a couple of golf trips, so I don't know if this is one still. So I, I yeah, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Either way. I don't um, think he's on a golf trip. The more I talk about it. I think, think that it. was last week. Yeah. But, you know, we all have so much going on that I feel like we all, if we were to read all of the receipts for, uh, you know, our, our thread, we, we'd be able to catch up. But, you know, we tell each other all the time, but we just, we, we all have so much going on. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, Connor, before we recorded, we were talking a little bit about how each other's weekends were. Um, sounded like you had a great time at at uh, at a wedding of a of a mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. We were over in Brighton area, so uh, we had on Friday the rehearsal dinner. So we stayed at a hotel there. Um, daughter was a flower girl, which that was crazy. Um, just a you know in a dress for so long, and you keep them these pictures and all these different things that you have going on. So you basically got to wrangle her together, get there for a couple pictures. Then you still have like four hours to kill before there's an actual wedding. She did great. I mean, she actually just, uh, I mean, you're literally, we were there for so many hours before the wedding. And so I just was with her basically walking around this complex, uh, looking at random stuff and whatever. But yeah, no, she did great. She got to the aisle and then, we had she's a random mom basically just ran down the aisle like sprinted because she's basically got one speed she's she sprints um like a full-on run like knees to chest so that's that's how it went it was good she made it down the aisle without any complaints was happy and i think everybody everybody liked it should have some really good pictures and then after that i she ran over to me and then we walked around a little bit more so her literally maybe seven seconds of uh of actual showtime for like the multiple hours worth of uh, of walking around and being ready and being outside and all that fun stuff. It was, uh, oh, it was worth it yeah, for the, for the couple of the pictures. So that was Saturday. Then there was a wedding shower that uh, my mm-hmm. wife went to. And then here we are, it's Sunday. So, and that's what she had, uh, the shower today. So we've kind of just been all over the place driving back and forth like we do. And then hopefully that, that time is coming to an end as we move into a new house soon. So happy absolutely. About that. And, uh, other than I know that that Mila was the flower girl, mm-hmm. but I heard that there was another um, special guest that made yeah. you dance there. Yep, yep. The, the, a very special guest at dinner time. So it was a pretty cool story. So there was so the uh, the father of the bride is doing a speech as they do, and so he's going through this whole thing. Uh, and then the father of the groom, they kind of go up there, like he gives a speech and the father of the bride, he did, it was really funny. It was great. He's a really funny guy too. And it was really, it was really long. Um, but it didn't feel long, you know, the mark of a good speech. It's like, Oh, that was actually pretty good. And, uh, but at the end of it, they, and both the bride and the groom, they went to and graduated mm-hmm. from Michigan state. So there was like a go green, go white chant. And then everybody was fully into it. Obviously this is right at dinner time, like after the uh, cocktail hour, which was like a cocktail two hours. So everybody was feeling pretty good at that point. So everybody's screaming, go green, go white. And then the theme song um, starts to play and the fight song, I should say, starts to play 
while everybody's yelling it, and then the doors bust open, and then Sparty runs in to the fight song. So it was incredible. The, I mean, it was a surprise to everybody other than like the DJ who had the, everything lined up from fight song wise. And then obviously a couple of the parents and all like the very few people knew. And it's really not even apparently I didn't I don't know the process. We can get into that a little bit more. But it was really cool to see the reactions for everybody because it was insane. There's not many like when you see them, there's not that many mascots for I think there's like two out there. You know, there's like one that does like there's if you see them, that's like that's the mascot there. There's not like they have a 20 of them that are around and it kind of waters it down. Yeah. So it's pretty cool seeing it. Yeah, it's not like a Ronald McDonald. You know, they where they actually have like classes for it. Yeah, no, no, not it's, at all. So it was like the actual person that's Sparty doing it. Yeah. And I think that they have to remain uh completely what's the word I'm looking for? Connor? Anonymous. They, uh, completely anonymous. Yeah. They mm-hmm. cannot reveal their identity. Um that's just part of the part of the mascot code. Um, yeah, until so there's a couple things on that. So they have to be completely anonymous up until uh, the graduation walk. That's like one of the traditions. I think a lot of schools do that. So a tradition at Michigan State is that the the Spartan, the the people who are the Sparty mascots, the two people, are they finally reveal themselves at the very end because they walk in down the aisle with the boots on, like Sparty's shoes. So that's how oh. that's how they actually reveal themselves. But it's completely anonymous. They have to sign all these different things to make sure that you know, these non-disclosure type things to make sure that they're not going to tell anybody, their friends don't know, which I don't know how they do that. Because like, if we're roommates with uh, me and you and you go to Michigan State and I'm the mascot and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to go to North Carolina today in March, uh, or I guess it wouldn't be March, but like in January while Michigan State plays the Tar Heels. (laughs) Wouldn't you just say you're like part of the band at that point? I think you have to, but like without any equipment. I don't know what you would do. Yeah, they have, I mean, I'm sure there's some type of, class something where they te- they tell you like or maybe those two live together or like there's got to be something well sometimes they're not i don't know maybe they live by themselves or it's their own housing for it i don't know how that works but oh, there's got to be it, some it, story if it's yeah if it's the same two living together probably would be the best the best thing to do i don't know if it's bo- like a mm. always all guys or girls for that matter so i think sometimes there's like a guy and a girl or yeah. Or whatever. So I think that's the one. Maybe it's like a two bedroom type of place. And they just don't even care. But um, yeah, I mean, so on. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if you're a couple, yeah, you, you already go. have. I mean, Weird that's couple. a that's a yeah, it's a little bit. Um, you got to wonder if, if you're taking that into the bedroom. That's uh, you got to be afraid. Of <laughs> What's yeah, going no on kidding. there? Well, um, so um, so Demery was in the wedding, like I mentioned, and when. They, there was a getting ready area, as you do for weddings, like all the bridal party. And they they were told a little bit before that they had to completely take out all personal items and clean everything and move it to a separate location. And they, oh. they weren't able to, like, provide any information on that. Like, zero, zero personal items can be left in this place. It's got to be completely empty, basically. And the girls were like, oh, that's, like, weird. Nobody told us that, but whatever. Um and apparently it was because there's all these different things that they require if the mascot comes. So when Sparty comes and that was one of them, it's got like, he's got to be in a completely uh, enclosed room that the security is able to make sure nobody's watching them walk into this area with the bag or do anything. 
and then you can't have any personal items. And, and I don't know, I was trying to think, I'm like, is that because of like danger? I wouldn't imagine that, but maybe like you're, you try to put a hidden camera in there or something. I, you know, I don't know, which would be not only weird, but I think that's probably illegal uh, to, to put a hidden camera in somewhere where somebody's going to change, but. They're just covering bases, I bet. Um, yeah, they're just they're just covering bases at that point, and you, you know you pay a decent amount of money for them to come, and uh, it's not you start the, the parents who are setting it up for this surprise. They started this conversation back when they first got engaged, like a year and a half ago, or however long it was. So they started to try. They put a deposit down, all the they, like paid everything, and it's not even finalized until a month before the actual event happened so it's been completely up in the air this whole time and then they were finally able to like lock it down but they never lock anything down in case something comes up i would imagine like if they have to go to something else so here here's my theory um i think that you were sparty because you 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 have so much information on this and i'm 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 thrilled weren't you weren't you intrigued on that i had to ask all the questions because i was like what is going on uh I would would say that's a possibility, although I'm in pictures with him. So you know how that thing goes where it's like, I don't know if that's you, but I've never seen that you two in the same room. Dude, I am now Photoshop, Photoshop <laughs> and, and face swap. You can yeah. It's don't 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 pull this on. You're 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 trying to plant seeds of doubt in people here, Connor. We're on to you. Yeah, well, I actually see. A, I, I I think I see a little bit of the costume right there poking out. Of Spartan the head in the back. Yeah, that was. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, no, just took, Yeah, I stole toy. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but overall, no, I, it was awesome. It was a cool surprise. I thought that was so cool, though. I I went on to Instagram to see that as the story, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not like it's not like it was a costume. That was the real deal. Yeah, no, that was legit. And and like, is, acting just like it. Like, I mean, it sounds oh, yeah. dumb, but. I think they only act one way. They they have to act the same way that they would be at if they were at, like on a field for a, like a championship game, you know, versus in a wedding in front of like two hundred people versus the, the fifty thousand. See, guys, Connor, what what he's doing here is he's he's affirming his own performance as Sparty. You know he's who wasn't that he there? Did a really good job. You know who wasn't there? That it could be it could be you. You sound <laughs> you sound pretty intrigued on no, all this. No, no, it no, seems no. like you might have all the answers already. <laughs> So it's no. like one of those, uh, yeah, you're asking questions I, that you already I, know the answer to. And you I, weren't there. I, so. I made an appearance at uh, the Stokes' house for one of their parties. I'm pretty sure they never wanted to see me ever again. So uh, I don't know. I've, no, honestly, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I've never seen you guys in the same room together. You and Sparty, that's for sure. Sparty? Yeah. <laughs> that Sparty looked a little taller than 5'7". <laughs> I don't saying. know. <laughs> He's got a big head. It's pretty long. <laughs> I do have a big head. <laughs> uh, I, I will I will say that. But um. I, I guess I don't know. Uh, before before we talk hockey, I could just say I had I I swung the wrenches for the first time this year for league on mm-hmm. Monday. How'd we do? Um, and you know, last Monday it's it's buried six feet deep. It's dead, uh, gone forever, mm-hmm. uh, and and not to be spoken of ever again. Nice. Um, pretty so, so it went pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, no, I just, I, this course beats the piss out of me every single time that I go. Um, but we go out there cause we, we love it and we have fun, right? Totally. I just went, we had a, uh, a different event at our club and I just went and played last. It was, yeah, it was last Thursday. This, no, this past Thursday. Yeah. So that was great. That was my second time out. Um, felt pretty good actually. 
to be honest. I feel like it's I'm, I'm rounding in a form, but I've only played twice. So I'm sure the next time I go out there, it's going to be the worst thing ever. See, my, my putting was extremely inconsistent. Um, that hurts. My, my drives were good. I felt good about my drives and my recovery shots. If I had, if, if I did have a drive that, you know, bounced into the, the rough or whatever, I had good recovery shots. Um, there were a couple of times where I miscalculated and, and the par fives at the league that I play at is a thorn apple point. It's, it's a, it's not one of the tougher courses in Michigan, but if you haven't played it before, it is, it's unforgiving. I'll say yeah. that. Um, if you hit it in the, into the wrong spot, you have almost no choice but to lay up. You can't, you can't, at least for me, I, I don't feel comfortable enough like with a, a hybrid or anything that I can, mm. I can smack it over the water into the other part of the land. I can't do it. Um, and any time that I have tried, it goes right in the drink. So, <laughs> but yeah, You'll get there. Um, but yeah, honestly, the, the putting was probably the most atrocious part. Um, but I felt better as the round went on. Um, it started off like completely like, man, what, what are you doing? And I ended with a few looks at par and again, the putting was just atrocious. So I tapped in for bogey a couple times, but, um, but yeah, we'll see how tomorrow treats us because it is Sunday, uh, May 20th, I believe. 21st. Um, it is, it is a 21st. You are correct. So, uh, let's get into, let's get into the conference finals right now. Every single game has gone into OT and I, I'll say that we have mm, on the Western, the Western conference side, I'll say, isn't so much surprising, but the Eastern conference is. Yeah. I mean, it, but it's so tough. Where do because... you want to start? Well, before we go into like specifics, I mean, I think it's so difficult to look at the the two and O series for, in both Western and um, Eastern Conference and say they're surprising. I, I mean, like either one of those games. Obviously, with every game going into overtime, overtime. Once you get to overtime, it's like, well, you guys are the same. You guys played equal. You got to overtime. It could go either way. It's a, it's a a coin flip at that point. Um, so while it is surprising that Florida is leading to nothing, I mean, it could easily, very easily be two nothing the other way. And everybody would Carolina. be like, yeah, well, Florida's doing what we thought they would. They did get farther tough team to play against, but uh, Carolina's just, uh, they're having their way a little bit as it gets a little deeper, but no, I mean, it's a talk about, so it was kind of the uh, last round wasn't, I don't know, first round was amazing. Second round had like some amazing games with like a lot more blowouts mm. and but it was kind of still back and forth. Like if you look at the series, it's like, oh wow, that game it, you know, there's game six or whatever. Were, but yeah. The games Even themselves weren't great. If like the series would end in let's say like five games, but the game the games were so tight that they mm-hmm. weren't blowouts, they weren't um yeah, I, I completely agree. But I wanted to to know from from you. Uh, I, I have two questions. One, well, I'll, I'll ask this first one uh, just because I'm very curious as to to what your thoughts are. What do you think the X factor is for for the Panthers? Mm, well, if you had to pick goal. one thing, I know that they're clicking on all cylinders, but what is what's their 
the main reason why they're so good right now? Well, I think the main reason right now is that they're getting the goaltending that they were looking for uh, this year. They they were they were struggling for a little bit. They went into yeah, finally well, it's finally come together, and no better time than right now uh, in the right. conference finals. But they went to they went to Lyon for a little bit, who was great for them down the stretch to get them into the playoffs. And Bobrovsky, Lyon got pulled. He went in net and. Uh, they haven't looked back. So he's playing like that uh, that Vesna winner that he I think he won the Vesna at least once, right? Like he's uh, at least a one time Vesna winner. Um, when probably he was the with year Columbus, after, I think. Yeah, well, probably right when they when he signed his ten million dollar ticket, right around that time frame. But uh, yeah, I mean, for me, that's mm-hmm. that's the X. I, I think we also have to realize that while they're an eight seed, and while that they they didn't get the goaltending throughout the season. Now that they're getting it, is it that surprising that the team that wasn't won the President's Trophy last year is having its way with the league right now? I mean, it's this team is not that. There's some big pieces that moved, but as far as the depth goes and really what you need in the playoffs, and by the way, the pieces that they moved, I think they, they got better with Kachuk. I mean, talk about one of the best players in the league right now. Yeah, Top five absolutely. player in the league. Um, so I, I don't think it's that crazy for them to be winning the series, uh, first of all, going to the conference final and then leading it to nothing. So to answer your question, I, I think it's got to be goaltending because their team hasn't changed from the regular season, obviously. And what has changed is they've had a goalie that's come up and, and play like the best goalie in the in the playoffs. He's he's getting hot at the right time, man. I, I couldn't agree more. And and the thing is, Bobrovsky has always been a good, a good goalie. I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say stellar like mm-hmm. Vasilevsky level, but he's been always a good goalie. He's had which he's is, had spurts of like being uh, the best goalie in the league, but yeah, not a Vasilevsky like steady on the best yeah best goalie yeah. ever. Yeah. So, um, so speaking of that, Freddie Anderson with the Hurricanes, I feel like has been such a huge part of mm-hmm. their success this year. Do you feel as if? Carolina and, and Rod Rod Brindamore specifically. Do you think he hit the panic button a little too soon by putting Ranta in last night instead, or do you think it's such a good one one A one B where it doesn't matter who they throw in? Yeah. So, um, like I said before, and I know you already know this, but I'm going to answer your question with a question because I had the wedding and I wasn't able to watch. Um, but. I would say that, uh, and just from like what I've seen in the highlights and watching the recaps and stuff, um, I mean, it's it's tough, and that's why the coaches are are making the big bucks because they make these decisions right now. And would I have pulled him? Probably not, just because what he's shown me. It's not like it's a some rookie that's coming here and uh, maybe is going to fall apart, or you're going to watch the wheels fall off. Um, but at the same time, you're you don't have that. I mean, you're in the, the conference finals right now. What are you going to do? This is the time to pull out any trick in the book, anything to get the guys going. And we've said it before on the show, and I know I have because it's happened. It's worked and happened for me when I was playing is that sometimes a coach can look at the team in front of the goalie and say, this isn't the, the team that is going to be either you know going to win this game. They're not playing well. It's almost like when a, a GM gets a new coach in and they just need a different voice. Sometimes teams just need a different guy in net. They play differently for some reason, whatever that reason is. It's like yeah. it kind of like whips them into shape. Like, oh shit, we got to get our get our shit together here because we're falling apart, and we don't, you know, we don't want that. Nobody wants to see their own goalie get pulled for any reason. So, but I, you know, that's a good question though. I don't know. 
And uh, honestly, mm. when when I saw that Ronta was and and again, I I don't know. I didn't hear of any injury from Freddie Anderson at all, so that could be a factor. I just thought when when I saw the starting lineup yesterday, um, I, I was kind of just shaking my head and and thinking, man, like if I'm the Panthers, I already I'm I'm thinking like, is this a mental game or like? did we already win the mental battle because they're, they're throwing this guy in and well, Liv was asking, she didn't understand what, what I was talking about mm. because anyone who doesn't really watch hockey doesn't, but I yeah. had to explain to her going into game two, you, you have, you have uh, four overtimes, phenomenal game, both sides, both teams played so well. And like you said, it could have gone either way at any moment of the game, mm-hmm. but uh, Kachuk was in the right place at the right time. in, in the fourth overtime, I think they were like 17 seconds left. Wild yeah. game. Absolutely wild game. Um, but yeah, to, to, you know, make a long story short, going into game two yesterday, I, I just, I was like, well, I, I think was that, I think it's gotta be like, like, you know, he either wasn't liking something like I was mentioning before, or that uh, Fred, like he might be dinged up a little bit and, like These four four overtimes. That's you're playing an additional game. If, as a goalie, you get that many shots. He's played a ton. Plus a period. <laughs> I mean, plus yeah, Seven. plus a period. You're playing two uh, two full games plus a one period, yeah. and you're getting a ton of shots. He's played so much hockey, and I don't know. I, mean, I wasn't following Carolina game in and game out throughout the regular season, but I know that they were looking at that goalie situation as a one A one B. Maybe that's a time where they saw, okay, well, this is our, this is our, we've been doing this all year. Like they would, is this something that they would have done in the regular season? If there was, if you were able to go into four overtimes in a regular season game, get, I mean, the, a, that goalie wouldn't be playing the next game because they're just right. going to give him a rest, right? So that's the same thing they would have done in a regular season game. And then maybe that's the way they're treating it. Would I have done that? Like I said before, you got, you only got so many games left here. You might want to put it all out on the table. Uh, but I mean, it's not like he, it wasn't not, he wasn't the reason why they lost the second game. No, absolutely not. No. And, and that's not what I'm saying. Ronta no, yeah, I know. Played, Ronta played phenomenally. And, and even, I think he, I think he had to go in, uh, and, uh, start against the, was it the Islanders that they were playing in the first series? Yeah. I think it was the Islanders. So Ronta had to start the first couple of games because Freddie Anderson had a, a lingering issue, uh, I don't know if it was groin or, or whatever it was, hip flex or something, something like that. But he wasn't able to, he wasn't at a hundred percent and that might be what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Um, but even to go, to go with your point that you were saying that, I mean, you're playing seven periods of 20 minute hockey is that's a lot of hockey. You're playing two, two and a third of a game. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, uh, and then you, the Panthers, and then you like have a goalie that get, like guys that are for especially for goalies, it's so hard to stay loose for that long. I mean, can you imagine you're doing these crazy positions, then you stop for a little bit, then you have these period like breaks between periods, then you like your body's getting tight, loose, tight, loose, and uh, you just mm-hmm. need to you need some time to recover. So maybe that's the, they're playing the long game, maybe. And it, you know, maybe the Hurricanes are the type of team where Brindamore sees this as it doesn't matter who we have in net. That's not going to affect the outcome of the game. Like mm-hmm. we, we know that we have good goaltending. We know that we have a good team. The pant that ultimately could be the Achilles heel for 
for the Panthers in the long run. I know mm-hmm. that they're up 2-0 right now, but if if Bobrovsky is continuing to play – well, I'll say this. If he's continuing to play at this caliber, I, I don't know if anyone's going to stop this team. Yeah, I, but, I mean, yeah, if a goalie's hot, they're hot. If there is any downfall, I would say it's that. It's because there's no, there's going to be no reprieve. Yeah, um, unfortunately, but uh, I and it we're we're spending a lot of time on the Panthers and Kane series, but I'm sorry, I know that the, the Western Conference is is a great series too. It just doesn't hold a candle in my in my in in my opinion. It doesn't mm-hmm. hold a candle right now to the Eastern Conference and what we're seeing. Even even game two. Watching the Panthers versus the Hurricanes, there were three disallowed goals within a span of five minutes. Yeah. I think that that was even more exciting to watch than the, the four overtime game. <laughs> like, it, and it still ended up getting to overtime. I mean, yeah. just, you know, this is why play, I love playoffs, but there's nothing better than, than playoff hockey. I'm sorry. No. I'm a little biased. I know. But, but I uh, think that people agree with you. I mean, we hear it every single year that there's nothing like playoff hockey. And every single year, I feel like more people, whether the stats are going to prove it or not, and maybe it's just social media talking about it more, but more people get into it, um, whether they're watching the games or like just following the teams that they're, they like or whatever. But um, no, there's nothing like playoff hockey. It's, it's way different than any other sport. I mean, it's the, that's why it's the hardest championship to win. In my yeah. like, again, in my opinion, it's just you don't see a four over. T- you don't see anything like that in any other sport. I I had uh, a, a few a few people over for um, what was it just a just a few weeks ago had had a few few buddies over in the in the you know gr Rockford area and we were watching some playoff hockey and um, one of my buddies goes oh. He's he's Mister he's Mister Hot Take, and I'm not talking about Hugh, by the way. It's someone oh, else. Um, so it well, just because he Hugh would never say this. He he. This guy goes, um, I'll give me give me NBA playoffs over over NHL playoffs any day of the week, and I was like, okay, you also think Burger King is the best fast food stuff? Yeah, that's. So I, I you, I'm just not going to talk. That's wild, and he might be the only person that has ever said that. And like, there's other people that might not like like hockey, but you don't. If you're because he doesn't fan understand both, it, that's why he's saying it. Oh, so he's just an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> he understand it. And then he could have just led with that next time. <laughs> and then I'm I'm at well, he he just he won't he won't say it, but well, actually, he has admitted it because you know he he and I will like just keep digging and digging and digging, and he loves being like, I, I think that he twists the knife as far as he can. Mm-hmm. to see the reaction that he gets. But then I started asking around. I'm like, what would you take? Playoff hockey or Anthony and a couple of his buddies? Oh, playoff hockey all day. Yeah. And none of these guys played hockey. Like um, one of Anthony's best friends, uh, Noah, he played football and basketball his entire life. Never, never played hockey. And he said that NBA playoffs is one of the most boring things to watch. It really is. Because it's, it's always one team. It's always yeah. one team. It's always one player on that one team. But then uh, I got to um, my sister-in-law's boyfriend. 
And I thought for sure he, you know, he plays, he, he plays baseball or played baseball. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure that he was going to say hockey and he goes, no, give me NBA all day. I'm like, well, I just lost all respect for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, remember that beer I told you you can have out of my fridge? Well, yeah. Put it back. Gone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it um, out actually. So yeah. Um, Definitely the best sport ever. And we're watching this right now with uh, today. Vegas just uh, won game two. They had a matinee today, which is got to love a matinee mm-hmm. uh, NHL game. I, I cannot stand the Western conference games on a weekend that don't start till 10 o'clock, which well, happened the- last weekend. Well, it wasn't even the yeah. I mean, Sunday's a weekend, but Sunday's also a work night. I right. like the yeah. fact that they have a Sunday night ten o'clock game was like mind blowing to me. I could not. I I was so that was that's got to be the worst decision of all time. Like when so I mean, bad. baseball has really bad ones. Uh, hockey has really bad ones. You would never ever see the NFL or the NBA do something like that when they know that it's going to hurt viewership. I mean, it's one thing for the NBA. They maybe could because they have the Lakers that are out there and like, they have huge markets that just like, they're going to get the ratings out there, but What's even the they don't. What's the problem with an 8 PM? What, what would have yeah. been the problem with the, with an 8 PM? Yeah. I there think that, no problem. Yeah. And I think we're going to start to get to that now. The 10 o'clock game was, uh, was wild. And I understand why they did it, like the reasoning for it, but it makes, it's like the worst thing that you could do for the, the league. Two of the, I think Ryan Whitney was the one who said it. Two of the best players in the world mm-hmm. facing off against e- each other, and actually three of the best players in the world. You include Drysaddle with that too. Um, you you have Eichel who was absolutely phenomenal. He's been great for Vegas this year. Yeah, um, McDavid, uh, and then Drysaddle. And yeah, only- well, I would say two, including Eichel. I yeah I, I would say that too. Yeah. Um, but like I would say, well, I was gonna say like, yeah, you have three, two with McDavid and Drysaddle, and then like I would throw Eichel in there as my my third. You I, may I, see yeah. like Drysaddle would fall out, but I get what you were saying. But not and I, that's actually, if you look at uh, Eichel this playoff, I mean he's probably been the best player. One of probably like, well, I guess they're still in it. So he, yeah, he's definitely been the best player in playoffs so far. Yeah, and and they're they're so deep <clears throat> that it doesn't it doesn't matter um, it doesn't matter who they have in net because we were talking about the <clears throat> pardon me we were talking about the the hurricanes how they have a one A and one B mm-hmm. with with the knights it's the same thing they have Aiden uh, I think it's Aiden Hill is his name mm-hmm. I, I didn't know who this guy was before the season started. And I didn't think that the Knights were going to have a shot in making it further in the playoffs. No, but I didn't. Yeah, I neither. They they are so deep. The more that I watch them, the more I get it. Though, you know, the more it makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I guess the the other piece of news that we well two two more pieces of news here before we wrap up. Um, Dubis from the Leafs oh, is. Peace out see you later um you know it didn't really it wasn't much of a surprise to me is it his fault 
No, but you you have to be able to get someone in there that can make some other decisions. I think that Keith is out next. I don't think that Keith is the right guy for this group. He's not a bad coach. You know, I, I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, but I don't think that this is, I don't think that he's the right voice to, to lead this group. Yeah. No, I, I think you need somebody with, with more experience. Um, and I don't know. I, I'd hate to say that you, you bring back Babcock, but no way. <laughs> you don't think it's happening? No chance. He was horrible for them. Well, they also weren't. Uh, I mean, they're I, different. They're a different team now, but. Also, they, the, all the problems sparked with like Marner and Matthews and when they were on the team. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's actually going to happen. But yeah. they need like Brindamore. <clears throat> that would be like a ballot who you actually would need. Someone that yeah. has the someone that's a player's coach like players love him you have the i don't know they would he would change to make sure that the guys are playing the right way even like your core four uh and then he would get the guys in the the third fourth line playing the way that carolina plays right now and you see how that's working it's incredible so um i mean they'll never he'll never play their coach anywhere else because he'll just coach for the hurricanes until he doesn't want to coach anymore but what about what about barry trotz oh my god (laughs) he could I mean, he, he took a year off, right? He took yeah. a year off. He didn't. Uh, we weren't really sure, if, you know. Oh, like you know, we wanted him to come to the wings or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. He he's the he's the one one coach that comes to mind uh, that's available right now, at least. But yeah, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I got to go ahead. I, I was going to say, uh, well. First of all, before I bring up my next point, because I, I was going to wrap up with um, with, with another topic. Did you oh, have well, I have to wrap. Thing to say? No, I was going to say uh, no. Um, nothing else to say on that. But I do need to wrap soon because I have. There's a huge game in Battle Creek tonight um, for for a beer league game. So the number one star, obviously, not me. Oh, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> no, it is Connor McLyons. Um, I, I actually don't think that you have a game. I think you have another appearance as Sparty to, to be at. So it's that, at my fine. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Did you see the the idiotic move? Jovalino pulled. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Worlds. Yeah, he suspended what, five games he for thinking? it. I have no idea. Was, I, the only thing that came to mind was like, was he trying to step on a stick to break it or so, like something like that? I've never seen anybody like this. There was no sticks by it. It was so blatant. Like, you know, there are like 14 cameras in the rink. What are you doing? It was the most, it was one of the most wild things I've seen on and in, in any game, you know, especially for somebody at that level that, you know, there's cameras everywhere. You like, there, I don't know what crosses your mind to actually do that. That is wild. Anybody that hasn't seen it, go watch, just type in uh, Joe Valeno. I'm sure a video would come up. He's enemy number one right now. Public enemy number one. In the hockey um, world, that's for sure. Yeah. I, I just – you have um, – in the, the thing, he's not a prospect. It's not like he's young and dumb. He's young, and that move was dumb, but he's a two- or three-year veteran in this league. Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's crazy. <laughs> idiotic. It, it's so unnecessary and so dumb. Um and I'll, I'm going to continue to watch the, the replays to see maybe there's something I'm missing. I hope so. Because what I, what I looked at, I was just like, that, that's, that doesn't, I don't think there's this. anything you're missing because he got, they, if they saw something, he wouldn't have been suspended five games. Right. 
No, just it, it really, it, you know, Connor, as dads, we, we understand this saying, um, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm pretty mad in this case too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's worse that it's a, it's a wing. Yeah. Right. Just so, crazy. But yeah, uh, that, that was the last piece that I wanted to wrap up with. Um, holy crap. What a conference finals, uh, that we're seeing both in the East and the West and next week, we will have a lot more to discuss. Absolutely. Well, looking forward to I was going to say it, you, you or me, though. So you can do it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now we know we're wrapping. Boom. <laughs> All right. See ya. All right. See ya.